0: Morning. All right. So, thanks, Dale and Saila team. This is amazing. So, I'm here today to do my testimony. Um, little bit, a little bit testimony, a little bit science class, I guess, because I'm doing a testimony about MS. Uh, So I came to College Drive in 2005, after I met my husband, Ian. (laughs) We became members in 2008, and since then I've been a member of the youth ministry, young adult ministry, worship ministry, and currently serve on the women's ministry team with Jackie Reimer and Sophia Siemens. So I mean, if you want to go check out the women's bulletin board after the service, see what's coming, feel free. So I work here at the church. I, I enjoy my job here. I I meet lots of people. Students coming in in the next week or two. Just that's such a life-giving experience, visiting with them. People who come in just throughout the day, drop off coffee, stop in and say hi. People who think they're going to the college but come into my office to ask where the library is, and we get to strike up a conversation about how about what they're doing and what's up and so that's one of the things that i really enjoy about working here but another thing that i enjoy about working here is just the fact that i'm on a staff team who i can be real with so we pray and we laugh and we talk together and we've built some friendships which i think is completely awesome and then for those of you who don't know but i think i've already just said it i have multiple sclerosis and when i'm here in staff meeting with kimball and charmaine and carson i don't feel like i have to fake how i'm doing which is a really awesome thing. So I guess it's just the staff team that I really enjoy the most here in being real and just kind of being friends. Um, so just a quick show of hands, how many people know what multiple sclerosis is? Oh my goodness, see, yes. <laughs> and a show of hands, who has been affected personally by MS in some way either? Um, you know somebody or have known somebody, you know, like, yeah, relatives, or yeah, I mean for myself, me, my, myself. <laughs> So for those of you who might not be familiar with what multiple sclerosis is, it literally translates into multiple scars. And so it is a chronic chronic autoimmune um, disease affecting the central nervous system, which is made up of the brain and the spinal cord and the optic nerve. Um, And so when you hear autoimmune, I think we automatically think that it's a a, a compromised or weakened immune system. But what MS is is the immune system gathering its army and going, hey, nerves, I'm going to get you, and it does sometimes in really, really bad ways. Um, so the disease attacks the myelin, and the myelin is the protective coating or the armor around the nerves which allows smooth impulses from the brain through the spinal cord to the rest of the body. And when that myelin gets damaged, it, is, it creates scar tissue or sclerosis, and that can disrupt the nerve impulses and damage the nerve fibers. Um, so. The real kicker of this thing, though, is that no one knows how it starts. No one knows how to prevent it or stop it. And even though there's research being done every day to find causes or ways to prevent it, there is no, uh, to date, there is no cure for this thing. So Canada, actually, the statistics are, and I got some of this information from the, the MS Canada website, so Canada has the highest rate of MS in the world, and Alberta has the highest rate in Canada, Southern Alberta, the highest rate in the province. That's why so many of us know what this is. Uh, In my direct circle of family, friends, and neighbors, there are six of us, besides myself, who have MS, people I'm in communication with every day or have been frequently over the years. Um, So my first notable symptoms showed up um, October of 2003 when I was at the ranch Uh, doing some cattle work with my family. And this was October in southern Alberta on the open range. It was a cool and windy day, and so when my legs started feeling suddenly very cold, I kind of just uh, attributed it to the effects of the weather. When that sensation didn't go away, I thought, okay, well, maybe it's a pinched nerve or something from riding a horse or hopping a fence. You know, I've hurt myself hopping fences before. Um, Yeah, so I thought maybe that, (laughs) no, it's true. Yeah no, yeah sprains sprains happen when you do that kind of stuff just willy nilly. <laughs> um, so a few weeks later though that synthase, the the leg thing didn't go away but then a few weeks later I started I'm feeling this what it's called um, Lermitase syndrome or however that said, lermites or lermitase syndrome or symptom is what it's called, and that was a tingling, vibrating sensation from the base of my skull all the way down to my tailbone whenever I would put my head down to read or do my shoes up or write something down. It was just this weird sensation, and I went to see my doctor, and he immediately got me in for an MRI and then sent me off to a referral to the MS clinic at the Foothills Hospital in Calgary. And back then, I mean, in the olden days. No, back then, MS to be, for MS to be diagnosed, a person needed to have one initial MRI showing that there were lesions or scars in the brain, and then a subsequent MRI two years later showing disease progression. So when I went to the MS clinic for the first time in 2004 after an MRI, the doctor there told me, yeah, you have lesions in your, in your brain and on your spinal cord, and it will likely turn into MS. I didn't really still know what MS was. The doctor did a good, a good job trying to describe to me what it was, but I was freaking out, so I didn't really hear it. Um, but then in March 2006, March 23rd, 2006, which I guess was my official diagnosis date, and after some neurologic, neurological exams that the doctor did at the foothills again, I was told that I didn't need a second MRI, and he leaned back in his chair and he went, I think you have MS. And I was like... You think I have MS? Like, you, th- you think? That seems like a pretty uncertain diagnosis for a permanent and progressive and unpredictable disease. So I spent, thank goodness my mom was with me that day. I spent the whole ride from, from Calgary crying and being angry and, and you know, not knowing what MS was. And I was like, well, that's it. I'm going to die, because I wasn't sure what it was yet. So and I actually then spent a few years in denial, um, visiting other doctors for second opinions because I just didn't feel sick, until all of a sudden, I did. In 2011, five years after my diagnosis, and many doctors later, and you know, trying to deny what I had, I could no longer deny that those symptoms that I had were there and that I had MS. And I have indeed procured an impressive collection of symptoms since then, and I admit, and will also attempt to hide on occasion, the fact that I feel like garbage most of the time. I'm grateful though that my condition has remained stable with very few changes over the last decade, but those changes nonetheless have caused significant issues. Um, They don't call us MS Warriors for nothing because we fight battles on a regular basis our brains and and immune systems against our bodies, just like attacking and being like, no, 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 I'm going to get you. (laughs) And so some of the symptoms that I I fight with every day or just I'll be real about it are these. So severe bladder dysfunction, bowel dysfunction, nerve pain, intense fatigue, muscle weakness. Um, I got over my pride finally and started walking with a cane, which is one of those things that I, you know, started doing and thinking, I, I have too much pride. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be sick and need this help, but I started walking with that and got some pretty cool comments. Uh, Jolaine told me that with my walking stick, I also needed a tiara. Um, <laughs> so you know, like whenever, just let me know. Okay, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> also balance issues, decreased mobility, brain fog and some cognitive difficulties at times, uh, muscle spasticity and lack of coordination, chronic headaches and vertigo, And most recently, I was diagnosed with epilepsy due to um, scars being on the epileptic center of my brain, which were causing me seizures. And I know this all sounds like a lot. (laughs) That's because it is. Um, I won't sugarcoat it. Sometimes just putting my feet on the floor in the morning is an accomplishment all on its own. And MS doesn't just uh, affect you physically, but mental roller coaster as well. And after 17 years, I finally sought counseling for the anger and frustration that I've been feeling all of these years because I've just not gotten over the anger that this is happening to me. And because MS also comes with a grieving process, I was grieving who I could have been, who I wanted to be, the things that I wanted to do but no longer could. I used to be an athlete. If I had wanted to play basketball after high school, my coach would have had me scouted for college basketball teams. I was like, I was good. I could do things like that. Um, I played volleyball. Sometimes I used to run just for the heck of it. Like, who does that? <laughs> Has anybody seen Back to the Future? When they're in the, we're in, there in the bar and he's like, run? For fun? I was like, yeah, when you can, you should. <laughs> Um, I also played baseball, but now um, the thought of coming to a coordinated stop on an infield would would look much like a clown in a circus performance, so yeah, and I have to laugh when I say those things, because I'd fall to pieces otherwise, Um, and I've spent time being so angry at God for allowing this to to happen. You're so mean. You don't care about me, and you have abandoned me. Things that I never thought I would ever say to God. And yet he keeps loving me and he says, bless you, (laughs) thank you. And he says, I am with you in this. When Ian and I started our lives together, we had dreams. Traveling, doing road trips, doing activities, children. But life altered our dreams, and there are moments of intense regret and guilt that I feel knowing how much my health has affected my love as well. And I struggle to overcome the lies I believe that tell me that I am ruining his life. But for better or worse, right? Like, why does this always seem the worst? And yet, he continues to love me. I am with you in this, he says. And I prayed many times for God to take this stupid, useless, no-good-for-nothing disease away from me, because what good is it? It's pointless. I don't see the point in this. And even when I, I think of days like that, I still, I still have to try and remember myself, remember for myself that I don't know if I'll ever get used to this, but there are things that I do know that, one, that God has never and will never leave me alone in my struggles. And those lyrics, even when I don't feel it, even when I don't see it, you are here. And I know, number two, that God will never heal me from MS, and that's okay. Because I believe that it has, had it not been for MS, I wouldn't have met and gotten to know some pretty wonderful people. Um, if not for MS, I would have never met Alan Rancier's sister Elaine, who early in my um, journey with MS, met with me a few times, kind of told me about MS and what are things that I could come to possibly expect. She also told me to keep my chin up and never be afraid to ask for help. And finally, (laughs) I'm taking her advice. And I think of her often, and I hope she knows how grateful I am to her. So I don't have her number, but if you could relay that, Alan, I'd appreciate that. Um, If not for MS, I wouldn't know my good friend, Jamie, who also has MS. And I wouldn't have had the immense privilege of performing with her in her master's thesis presentation about exploring MS through song. And if not for MS, I would not be called on by my doctors to meet with other patients and talk to them who are facing similar challenges and similar treatments that I'm going through to combat my symptoms. I get to talk with them. I get to hear their concerns and tell them all about things, and hopefully that helps to alleviate some of their fears that I was feeling when I first started this journey. Um, Paul prayed several times for the thorn to be removed from his flesh. I've done the same thing often, seemingly with unfavorable results. Um, But when I have God helping me, I am confident in running my race, or dragging my feet and tripping through my race, (laughs) that he has set out for me um, in my weakness because he has made me strong. And I pray that God will help me run my race for as long as I need to, and that I will finish well. I believe in my battle. (laughs) Writing this testimony has actually changed my heart quite a bit, because I've been fighting this so hard and thinking, like, I don't, I don't want this, I don't need this, this is ruining my life. But in writing my testimony, I've sat down and read through this a number of times and thought, like, what does God want me to say through this? And it has changed me because even though I knew deep down in my heart that God has always been with me in this, it took me writing this to actually know that God has shown me how to be empathetic and sensitive to those suffering from chronic illness or any illness or hardship at all. And yeah, there are days that I'll pretend I'm strong in order to help somebody else. And yes, there are days when I just want to give up and wish God would take me like he did with Enoch. How cool would that be? (laughs) But on days when I'm in a better frame of mind and I can see the bigger picture, I believe my purpose is being served and I know God is with me in this. He has opened a door for me to reach out and serve others in my illness. I mean, like, what a blessing is that? And it's a blessing that I pray I won't take for granted. And so that's a little bit about me. If you want to talk to me sometime about MS, learn more of my story, tell me about your story and the people that are in your life and how you're coping with that or not coping with that, I'd love to meet with you for coffee and a visit sometime. So let me know. It's, it's an interesting stupid thing, this disease, but let's talk. <laughs> yeah um, but yeah I've taken I've taken quite a bit of time so I, I appreciate you all just sitting here and listening and responding when I make the stupid jokes thank you thank you and uh, Dale you're up